Hey, hey, what's good, fam? Oh, hi there, Henry. Yeah, Henry's so mid. You can call me Hank. And I'm sophisticated? Sophie for short. Yo, yo, Sophie, what a gas name. Mid? Gas? Yeah. You know me, I slay all day. Slay what? Why are you talking like that? Like what? My slang's hype. That? What does that even mean? Oh, sorry, Sophie. I'm just getting ready for the tryouts at school. What are you trying out for? The pop culture linguistics team? Huh? No, 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 no. There are all kinds of clubs and teams at school, but I haven't heard of that one. That's because I just made it up. Oh, Well, I'm trying out for the underwater basket weaving team. The underwater what? Basket weaving. Underwater basket weaving? Yep. And what does underwater basket weaving have to do with the way you were talking just now? That's how the best weavers on the team talk. I don't understand. Well, if I want to be on the team, I figured I should do everything they do. So I started talking like, well, like that. Do you even understand what you're saying? Sometimes. Oh, Hank. So what else are you trying to do to be like the best weavers on the team? Lots of things. I'm studying the history of underwater basket weaving and all the best techniques. I've researched all the best weavers. And the captain of the weavers has long hair with a sweet fade on the side. So I thought, well... A mullet? He has a mullet. (laughs) Yeah! So I'm growing my hair out so I can style mine just like his... Business in the front, party in the back. It's going to be awesome. So let me get this straight. To be on this team, you're changing the way you look and the way you talk. Anything else? Well, one more thing. What is it? The best weavers eat tuna and broccoli every day. So I'm giving up my mom's deep dish hamburger pizza. (laughs) What? But you love your mom's deep dish hamburger pizza and you hate broccoli. I know. But I want to be an underwater basket weaver. So this is just what I have to do. Is it? I think so. Hank, let me tell you a story. Oh, is it about Charles von Brussifus, the best weaver ever? (laughs) No, it's about a guy named Titus. As in the book of Titus from the Bible? Yes. You remember that guy, Paul? Yeah. The guy who used to be mean to people who followed Jesus until he himself met Jesus. And then he started telling everyone about how amazing Jesus was. And he wrote a bunch of books of the Bible. That Paul? That's the one. Well, Paul had a co-worker named Titus. And Paul asked Titus to go to an island called Crete. There were a few small churches there whose people had started making some not-so-great choices. Now, what you need to know about Crete is that the people who lived there did not have a very good reputation. Kind of sounds like Charles von Brosephus. The best underwater basket weaver ever? Why? What'd he do? No, wait. You can tell me later. Let's get back to Titus and the people of Crete. The Cretans were known for lying and corruption and violence. Yikes! That doesn't sound like an island I'd like to visit. Me either. But that's where Paul sent Titus, because some of the people in Crete said they were Christians, but they were ruining the churches. Titus's job was to help make things better, so Paul wrote him a letter to help him know what to do. Oh, we talked about those letters last week. Remember, it's called an epistle. That's right. Good memory, Hank. So Paul tells Titus to pick new leaders for the churches on Crete. He says to look for people who are good at living in Crete without acting like the people who aren't making good choices. People who have self-control 
and who are generous and who are totally devoted to Jesus. Can you read what it says here in Titus chapter 2, Hank? It says, we should live in this world with wisdom, righteousness, and devotion to God. Jesus gave his life to free us from every kind of sin and to make us his very own people, totally committed to doing good deeds. That's right. Paul was telling Titus that we don't have to act like the rest of the world because Jesus has freed us from all that. The Christians living on Crete didn't have to act like the rest of the Cretans because Jesus had freed them. So you're saying I don't have to act like the rest of the weavers because Jesus freed me from that? Well, kind of. The Cretans were making some bad choices, but I'm not saying the underwater basket weavers are. There's nothing wrong with the way you were talking or the mullet you want to get. There's not even anything wrong with eating tuna and broccoli. Well, so what's the problem then, Sophie? It's all about why you're doing it. Here's another verse from Titus chapter three. When God our savior revealed his kindness and love, he saved us not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy and washed away our sins, given us a new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. You're made new every day, Hank, but not because you're trying to be like the weavers. If you want to change and use a bunch of slang and cut your hair and eat healthier, go for it. But do it because of the freedom you have in Jesus, not because you want to be like someone else, you know? You're saying it's okay for me to be like the basket weavers, but I should make sure that my choices still line up with what God wants for me. Exactly. And once you make that underwater basket weaving team, because I'm sure that you will, then maybe you'll be able to share God's love with your teammates in some really cool ways. Yeah. I can take what's good, like the awesome haircuts, but you know, I don't really like to talk like they do. I didn't even know what I was saying most of the time. Okay, good. So you'll still talk like your normal self then. You can take what's good for you and leave the rest. And if you stay true to who you are, which is a child of God, then I bet those other weavers will see that you're different in a really good way. And that's when I can tell them about Jesus. Great idea, Hank. Plus, there are no tryouts to be on the Jesus team. If you believe in him, you're already on it. But listeners, maybe this is where your story meets God's story. Do you have any friends or teammates who maybe don't always make the choices you know you should be making? Maybe they say words you know you're not supposed to say. Or maybe they talk about other kids in a way that makes you uncomfortable. Or maybe they do things you wish they'd just stop doing. Maybe it's time for you to think about what you want to do about that. Are you going to do what they do just to fit in? Or are you going to shine a different light so that people can see God's love shining through you? You can't always change who you're with, but you are in charge of what you do. And what you do matters. And remember, kids, that you matter. You are loved. And you are part of God's story. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of God's Story for Kids. 
It's easy to find us here each week by hitting the subscribe button and then let your friends know how much you love it. And if you're looking for more ways to plug into Lutheran Church of Hope's annual theme, the whole Holy Bible in a year, check out our website for weekly family devotions and other resources for kids and adults. And if you're local, we hope to see you at Hope Kids on weekends and Wednesdays. We'll see you next week. God loves you.